watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me. And, uh, you know, the Bible has a lot of principles, and sometimes uh, when we ignore those principles or don't understand them, we, we're not able really to walk in the complete victory that God intends for us. And uh, I want to share some verses with you today that I think will help you have some understanding, maybe even some revelation on your own walk with the Lord. And uh, in Hebrews, I think it's the uh, 12th chapter, verse 29, it just simply says this, our God is a consuming fire. And one of the things that I've noticed about the Lord studying the Word, He never does anything halfway. God never leaves anything unfinished. This is why he said, my word will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish what I sent it to accomplish, and it also will prosper in that. So uh, I want to go back to the Old Testament and perhaps take us on a little journey through the scriptures. Um, there were offerings that the Lord had instituted in Moses' time for the children of Israel, and there were five major offerings. Uh, one of them was the trespass offering. Uh, one of them was the sin offering. Uh, another one was the guilt offering. Another one was the grain offering. But then there was one that the scripture calls the burnt offering. And this is the only one out of all five that had to be offered every day. This was not just on the Day of Atonement or the three times of the year that the Israelites had to come and present themselves to the Lord. This was a daily offering, and it was called the burnt offering. And it, what it represented was when the individual came voluntary to the Lord and he brought the burnt offering, and the priest would offer this, that it was declaring that this individual was giving entire, complete surrender of self to the Lord. He was presenting himself to the Lord, completely surrendered to God. And so we're, now we have to go back uh, to the book of Romans and verse 1 out of chapter 12. And this is Paul. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he's using the word service here because it was the service of the priest to do that. And so he says, I'm asking you, he said, you need to present yourselves, your bodies, unto the Lord. Uh, and he's referring to the burnt offering. And when I, when I go to prayer every day, and I start off, I tell the Lord, I said, God, today I'm coming because I'm presenting myself to you. I'm literally coming before the Lord and I'm offering myself entire surrender unto the Lord. And I think we're fulfilling this particular offering that we are entirely surrendering to God. And one of the reasons that a lot of believers don't walk in great victory is because they never just entirely surrender themselves to the Lord. I remember the story of a, a wonderful man of God, and um, 
the Lord spoke to me. He said, I need you to give me the keys to your life. And so he, he literally told the Lord, he said, I can, I'm giving you the keys to my life. The Lord came back to him and he said, but what about that key that you didn't give me to that one little room in your life? And the man said, well, Lord, he said, you know, that, that's nothing, that's insignificant. And the Lord said this, he said, either you give me that key or I'll give you all the other keys back that you gave me because God doesn't want just part. That's why the scripture says you gotta serve the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And you'll never walk victorious until you offer yourself up to the Lord on a daily basis as a living sacrifice. And this is why Paul said, he said, I die daily. We are fulfilling the Old Testament offerings in a different way. God doesn't want you to die physically. He wants you to be the living sacrifice. And so you come and you present yourself to the Lord. Uh, I think in the thinking of this, uh, there was such a type and a shadow of the burnt offering. When you go back to the book of Genesis, um, this is Abraham with Isaac. And of course, we know that Abraham is the father of faith. And in the 22nd chapter of Genesis in verse 6, it says, And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and he laid it upon Isaac his son, which is the offering itself, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac said to Abraham, his father, he said, My father, and he said, here am I, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for the burnt offering. So they both went together. There are components to this, and this covers it here. There had to be the wood, there had to be the implement of death. There had to be the burnt offering offered, and then fire fell. Everybody wants fire in their life. They want the fire of God in their life. But there can't ever be any fire if there's nothing for the fire to burn. And if we don't come to the Lord on a daily basis, it's, it's not just about saying, well, I got to go pray. It, it's more than that. When I come to God, I'm literally telling the Lord, whatever you need from me today, I'm presenting myself to you, my goals, my ambitions, my thoughts, my energy, my, my vigor, all of that. I'm, I'm telling you that today, God, this belongs to you. And of course, uh, flesh doesn't want to die. In, in the book of Matthew, this is a very intriguing portion of Scripture. In the 16th chapter of Matthew, uh, verse 21 says, And from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things. Oh my, we don't like to hear that word anymore, suffer. But the Bible says this, if you want to reign with Christ, 
you got to first suffer with Christ. And he said he would suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. And it says, and he will be killed. And he will be raised again the third day. So Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. And Peter, he didn't he had only he had seen Jesus do the great miracles and have the boldness and the authority. Now he's hearing Jesus tell that I'm literally going to have to suffer and I'm going to be killed. And, of course, we know that ultimately Jesus became the burnt offering. He was consumed for Jesus, for, for our lives. And Jesus turns to him and says, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savoreth not the things that be of God, but those things that be of men. Your, what you're offering to the Lord, your old nature, your old man, and, and your, just the natural part of you is what God has to have. That's, that's the offering. It's the giving of our goals and our dreams and all of those things. When you think about uh, Jesus, the Bible said that he knew no sin. And yet in the garden, Here's, here's God in flesh. We know that he's operating out of his, the natural realm. He has no sin in him. But his will still was not the will of God. You say, well, how can that be? Because there's just a natural propensity in us that our old nature, our character, our personality doesn't automatically yield itself to the Spirit of the Lord. And Jesus said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. And part of presenting ourselves to God is being willing to lay down our goals, our ideas, our desires, our ambitions, and telling the Lord, I'm giving you me, that whatever you need me for to advance your kingdom, I'm giving it, I'm giving that to you. and. Um, I think that the reason God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, uh, for, for Abraham to be the father of faith, he had to reach a place to where what God wanted was more important than what he loved. And I think in this instance, it would have been easier for Abraham to take his own life and ask God to accept that than to take the life of his son. And God knew that. So he said, Abraham, I'm not asking you to die. I'm asking you to make your son the burnt offering. And of course, Isaac was a type of Jesus Christ. And so um, the burnt offering that, that is in our lives is something that we have to do on a daily basis. And this is, this is the weakness of lots of believers. They think that they interpret being happy as God's approval. Or they interpret that my life is good, so it means God is, is happy in the earth with what's going on. Uh, most of the time, for the kingdom of God really to be advanced, there has to be some sacrifice on our part. This is why Paul said, I present, I'm asking you, brethren, to present yourself to God. God won't come get you. 
when you surrender to God, this is an act that in, completely comes from you. And um, when fire can never fall if there's nothing to consume. And when you think about the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that suddenly the Holy Ghost fell and fire set upon each of them. What, why did that happen? Because these men and women came to the Lord every day in that upper room and they presented themselves to God. What is consumed in the burnt offering is flesh. And the reason so many believers struggle with habits and failures and addictions and they can't triumph over certain areas of their life is because the area that's giving you the trouble is the burnt offering that needs to be consumed by the fire of God. When the fire of God consumes, you know what it's consuming? It's consuming the flesh. This is why people who daily come to the Lord and offer themselves as a burnt offering walk in the best victory, the greatest triumphs. It's because on a daily basis, they are presenting their flesh, their nature, their personality, their goals, their desires, their dreams, all of those things. They are coming to the Lord and they're saying, I am presenting myself as a living sacrifice. God is not asking us to die in the natural because we can't give God praise. David said, Lord, those who are in Sheol cannot give you praise because they're dead. He needs living, breathing Christians who have become a living sacrifice uh, unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, when the Spirit of God fell on the day of Pentecost, there was something for the fire to consume. And the fire of God is great victory. The, the enemy hates the fire of God. And part of it is because he knows that eternally God is going to put him in a lake of fire. So whenever the fire of God breaks out, hallelujah, in a nation, in a church, in an individual, in a family, it reminds the devil of how his future is going to be. For you and I, we should be in a place where our future is so bright that we can no longer see our past, that we can only see what God has up there. And so all through the scriptures, the Old Testament into the New Testament, God is challenging you and I that we have to do this. Paul said, I die daily. What was he referring to? that I am presenting myself unto the Lord. And I really believe this is why so many Christians struggle. It's because they'll go four days, they get caught up with life, they go four days and they haven't prayed. And then all of a sudden they're thinking, man, why am I struggling? Because there's no fire in your life. The fire of God is what allows you to walk in victory. This is why the Holy Ghost, the sign of the Holy Ghost was fire. Our God is a consuming fire. And when you present yourself to the Lord and the fire of God falls to you on a daily basis, you know what it's burning up? 
It's burning up failure, temptation, unforgiveness, lust, all of the desires that would cause us to stumble. We present that to the Lord and the fire of God consumes it and we become that pure living sacrifice unto the Lord. And then you walk in victory and you get up the next day. And this is why Paul said, for I am crucified, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, or in spite of the fact that I have died with Christ, he said, I still live. Why? Because I presented myself through crucifixion unto Christ in faith that I am resurrected, hallelujah, in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Peter, um, in fact, I think if I go back here to the scripture, after Jesus rebukes Peter and he says, get behind me, Satan, for you don't savor, you don't desire the things of God. Your flesh man will never like that. Then the very next verse that Jesus begins to speak after this rebuke of Peter, he says to his disciples, he says, if any man is going to follow me, and how often do we hear people say, well, I'm following Jesus. He said, if any man will follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Now looking in this verse, there are, there are three things that, that make the burnt offering work. He said, if you're gonna follow me, he said the first thing you have to do is deny self. You have to provide the offering. That's what Isaac asked Abraham. He said, Father, he said, where's the lamb? So the lamb's represented when he says you gotta deny self. And then he says, you have to take up your cross. What's that? That's the wood. And he says, then, amen, then, hallelujah, you can follow me. There has to be the burnt offering. There has to be the fire or the wood. And then God provides the fire. You will never have the fire of God in your life until you do two things. You carry the cross. That's what Paul said. I don't preach anything but Jesus Christ and him crucified. You have to carry the cross. You have to deny self the burnt offering. And then the fire of God will consume in your life. So I hope this, is, this has helped you some. Um, I hope it's an encouragement to you. It gives you some insight on why it's so necessary I know we don't like it, we're busy, but listen, every day you're gonna have to come to the Lord and present yourself. That's what prayer is. I just, it doesn't always have to be about interceding or asking God for something. It just, sometimes I don't know the direction to take in prayer. So I just come to the Lord and I said today, here I am, Father, I'm presenting myself. What do you want me to do today for your kingdom? And God will surprise you because when he can get a burnt sacrifice, then he can release the, the fire. 
So may the fire of God burn in you today. May you be encouraged in the Lord. Um, tune in to RegenerationNashville.org for our Sunday service next week. We've been having great church. Remember, we got the Elijah Cole uh, coming up in August 11th through the 13th. And man, Friday night's going to be powerful. We're going to have prophets there. I know we got Jane Hammond, we got Greg Hood, we got myself. We're going to lay hands on every single person there and see if God will release a prophetic word about your ministry. So stay strong in the Lord. God bless you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.